Hi, this is Allison, host of the I Hate Trolleys podcast by Eternal Recurrence. Thanks for tuning in to our first episode. As a quick disclaimer, this podcast is not focused on teaching philosophy, but rather on helping get our listeners through the door on what philosophy can be through a quick diluted taste of it in a digestible and approachable manner. As a ground rule, we do not assume that our audience knows anything about any of this. In episode one, I, along with my guests of the week, Joy and Selena, tackle the trolley problem and the idea of how different conditions might make life more valuable. Starting with a simple activity, we soon realize that trolleys are much more complicated than they appear. We later branch out and focus on larger real-world applications of our ideas, such as what is moral and what it means to take action versus be a bystander. As this episode is our first, it takes us a little while to get things settled and feel things out. This is also a re-upload due to tech issues. Nevertheless, thanks for tuning into this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. You guys can make the noises. Ready? Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to I Hate Trolley. Yeah. This is episode one. Okay. I think we did a good job. Yay! Okay. All right. So... Welcome everyone to episode one of I Hate Trolleys. I am Allison Mack, your host of the podcast, and I'm joined by my by my friends and my guests, Selena and Joy. Hi. So, introductions first. I am Allison. I'm currently located in Singapore. I'm in my hotel room. It is 9.27 a.m. for me, um, but I live in Toronto. I'm currently on vacation, and I also go to high school in Toronto. Um, all three of us are very fast approaching senior year. Um, I personally am looking to pursue philosophy into higher education. Uh, yeah, so Selena, Joy, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yes. What if I said no? <laughs> oh, okay. that's it. I just end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> How about no? <laughs> <laughs> Stop interrupting me. <laughs> okay. My name is Selena. Um, I'm going to grade 12, as Allison said. I'm Right now I'm in Toronto. I go to school in Toronto. Um, yeah. I'm looking to pursue media in university, but that's a talk for another time. I don't know. We can do an episode on that. <laughs> yes. Joy. Joy. I'm yeah. Joy. Um, I go to high school in Toronto and I want to probably make money when I'm older. I think that's yeah. good enough. That yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's revolutionary. You know what? I guess that's all you really need to do. I just want to make money when I'm older. That's good enough. All right. So today, trolley problem. I think this is an adequate first episode for our podcast, I Hate Trolleys. So I think we should just jump right into it. We should start with the first trolley problem. Um, it was, I think, originally presented by Philippa Foote and Judith Jarvis, Jarvis Thompson, who made it, who popularized it. But let us all consider this problem. So there is a trolley hurtling towards five people and we can switch the tracks and it can kill one person instead. So the question is just, do we kill one person instead of five? Um, okay. Should I go first? Say what my answer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I would uh switch the lever and kill only one person because i think killing one person is more just than killing five people okay so it's, like it's the, so it's like the amount that matters for you yeah 
Okay. Yeah. I disagree because I don't want to be like directly involved directly like put at fault for literally killing someone right like by switching that one you're directly causing action to kill someone like at least even if it's one person you're still directly you know like what if they sue you you know what if they go after you they're gonna call the police like legality aside if you have no repercussions like legally what would you do i think it's still like a guilt thing right like you literally killed one person by your own moving of your hand right if you just stood back like you're just someone watching an accident happen but like if you move it you actually kill them i think i disagree in in that situation i think the guilt of letting five people die letting five people die i think i would might even call it killing five people through inaction yeah um you know without if i if I flip the switch, I could have saved four people, you know, kind of like cancels out for me. Yeah, but by not saving them, you're not killing them to me. You know what I mean? Like the train was going to come regardless if you were there or not. It's not like you're the one driving the train into them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just you coincidentally being there doesn't mean that you're killing them, you know? But I think the the fact that you had a choice is what matters in the situation like you could have done something like okay you know how people like lie through omission like when you don't tell someone something you're like still lying to them it's like the same thing but killing through inaction that's what i think yeah it, it's still a choice i would say you know um inaction or not okay yeah. let's let's add a condition let's add a condition see selena if your choice would change you are standing on top of a bridge, observing the view. It's a really nice view, just enjoying your day. And suddenly you see a trolley hurtling towards five people again. <laughs> Damn. Damn those trolleys. I know. But there's a man in front of you on this bridge. He's, and he's, he's a pretty big man. And you know that if you push him, he will fall on the trolley and stop it. He will, Damn. He will die. You have to push him with your own hands, but it'll save five people. Do you push this man onto the trolley? um no I don't think I would and I know that like contradicts my last um choice but I think because the action this time is a lot bigger than it was uh for the previous option like the previous one was just pulling a lever but now I actually have to like push a person and and throw them in that um line direction fucking death yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like um I don't know. I couldn't do that personally. I think it would just be so, so you said earlier, like if you don't do anything, you're killing them. So you think in this situation, if you don't push the fat man, you'd still be considered killing the five people underneath. Yeah. Yes. But I think, I think it's more worth it than now pushing someone off a bridge because last time I was just um pulling a lever and I think the difference in action matters yeah Yeah. I can I can see the psychological differences would be like very vast in either situation like in the first situation it feels a lot less inconsequential you flip a switch and you save five people yeah you kill one but you save five people but in the second situation you got to push this man you got to use your hands you got to use force Bro, I'm weak. I have to, like, run into the man probably to get him off. 
<laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. If you can push a man, how is that stopping like a thousand pound trolley? That's where it's not logical. Because it's not like he's running off by himself. This is, this is a hypothetical, okay? If you're able to push him, how is <laughs> he able to stop Let's not focus on the analytics here. Maybe the trolley wheels are really weak. <laughs> they're, they've been rusting. Nobody's been looking over these trolleys, which is why they're hurtling towards five people in the first place. <laughs> okay, Joy, let me see if I can change your answer. So you originally said <laughs> that you wouldn't flip the switch, but I'm wondering if there's like, there's a certain number of people that would implore you to flip it. So maybe if there's 30 people, that the trolley is hurtling towards and you can flip it and you can kill one do you let it run <laughs> i feel like okay i know there's no like specific threshold that we're like oh what like 10 10 people then i'll i'll flip it yeah, yeah. i feel like 30 definitely i'll flip it because like 30 is like a classroom of kids like that's, <laughs> that's like, that was, a lot that's of people an example holy shit Okay. Right, like, like I feel like a good way to visualize it is: Would you kill a classroom of kids for one stupid kid? <laughs> <laughs> would you kill Tommy for the rest of the class? <laughs> Tommy was mean to me the other day, so yes, I would. Okay, yeah. how about ten people? Okay, ten people is like. Let me think. How do I visualize ten people? A third of a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> like slightly less than half of that classroom we were talking. um oh honestly 10 people is like okay you're in a mcdonald's, ten, a McDonald's. i was gonna say you're in a mcdonald's during lunch hour the line goes to the door but people can still stand far apart from each other that's a good right. time they can still you- social distance <laughs> I was going to say, like, our seminar class is, like, maybe 10, 10 13 people, right? No, but, I was like, like, I hate everyone in my seminar class. <laughs> okay, okay, a McDonald's full of people. Sure. Would you kill everyone in line before you? <laughs> that or is not you? the question. <laughs> okay. ten to people. save the cashier. 10 people, do you let the trolley run? <laughs> Over the McDonald's line. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you? Um, probably I think like 10 is like pretty substantial. Like the ratio, like from one to ten is like okay. So you 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 flip it, you flip it at 10. Yeah. At eight. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there's not gonna be like a specific I, I mean, two less right. people in the McDonald's. <laughs> I need to know the threshold and why it's there. Okay, eight is kind of like. Oh, it's like, like it a... depends who's in the who's in the tracks. <laughs> eight is like how many people you go out to like a birthday party with. You have eight friends. talking about other people. We're talking about other people. I have no friends. Okay, I think eight people is like a solid amount of people in a public pool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do you, big... do you let the trolley dive into the public pool and, <laughs> and hit everybody in the pool? The trolley's going to swim through the water and, like, hit all of <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's going to breaststroke. I think, okay, because I feel like 10 is, like, even if this was, like, 
10 of the like 10 of the worst conditions. Do you know I mean like for example age or like whatever? Sure. We can talk about that later, yeah. I think no matter the age or whatever, 10 is like the minimum amount of people for me. You know minimum. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Like, so you would let no it go to school. Like no matter the factor, like if it's 10 cats or like 10. So, maybe, like, so at nine people, you would consider yourself like guiltless from like not flipping the switch. But once it hits 10 <laughs> and you have a moral responsibility. No, no, I mean like, because the other factors matter too, right? I'm saying like the worst, like the most disfavorable factors for me. Okay. Like I think 10. They're, they're like 10 assholes. That yeah, have, yeah. That have like bullied you your entire life. You, you. Think- okay, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like, no, normal factors, like not personally related to me. Just not like related. Yeah, like age or like whatever. You yeah. know. Okay, so let, let's talk more on that. Um, we can think. Well, age. Yeah, you just said age. There is. I'll say two. I'll say two. Two children on one track. Two old men on the other. Or not old men, but two old people on the other. You, you obviously got, you gotta go men. left or right. You're not hurtling the old. either of them. You gotta go left or right. Yeah, um, I killed the old people. Yeah, me too. Old people? Why? Wait, how old are we talking? Okay, so there's like a threshold on age. Maybe. No, it's just a sliding scale, like a like a scale for me. You know what I mean? The younger you are, the more I would like you would be saved. The older you are, the more of life you've already lived. So but true. But what if it was like a 20-year-old a and like a five-year-old? Yeah, kill the 20-year-old, no? So it's like you always kill the older person in this situation. If it's what about yeah. if it's like five and six? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like a January five-year-old <laughs> and a December five-year-old? <laughs> They're I feel, I feel like if the difference is less than like five years, then I feel like it's then it's age Okay, interesting. Um for me. Fuck. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I I think I would kill the older people. There's but also um, I think it becomes more difficult the closer in age they are. Yeah. There's also um, consideration of like um, young people have, you know, they have more life to live. But you might argue right. that old people they have more wisdom to pass on. You're by killing right. people, you're, you're losing knowledge, the potential of knowledge, or passing down of knowledge. And you might also argue that like an older person contributes more to society than like a baby does. Or they have contributed. Maybe they're owed more right. by society. We should yeah. save them. They've done so much for society. They've provided for us arguably i mean not it's we can't really tell but like arguably right mm-hmm. a baby baby can't really do anything baby so just know how to stare at me weird in elevators yeah <laughs> staring back fuck this baby and they cry when they see my face it's like yeah. <laughs> if anything babies have been cared for by society they haven't given anything back to us right i think aside from the old and young question we can also like Mm-hmm. We can categorize it into like how close they are to death. You know what I mean? Like a healthy adult yeah. versus a kid who has cancer who's about to die anyways. You know what I mean? So I think that's like. A- would you kill the kid with cancer? Say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, I would. Oh my god. Like like terminal <laughs> cancer. Like 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like if they were terminally terminally ill. Yeah. Because if it's about how much life you have left to live, then age is like not always correct then. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fair. So you guys would prioritize, I guess I'm taking away, is how much life you have left to live, right? In all these. Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. I'd say so. Okay. So we were talking before about baby has provided nothing for us. Baby has done nothing for us. What about, um, whereas like an old man or an old woman or whatever, they've done more for society. So let's focus on that. Contributions to society. Two doctors versus maybe like two homeless people. You could argue that, you know, doctors go their way every day. They go and go to work and they save people. Yeah. Homeless people might be contributing less to society. Mm-hmm. I think doctor is like an exception. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a, like a, a classist issue, but just like society. You know I mean, like, like a businessman provides basically nothing. You know what I mean? But okay. like versus like a doctor. doctor. Okay. So a doctor is an exception. So maybe, is there, like, a hierarchy of, like, jobs? You know? Like, some I jobs feel like, more than others? I feel like teachers provide also, like, just the way... I feel like maybe them. not a hierarchy, but there are definitely, like... There are different, like, levels. But not, like, a maybe, like, a super strict hierarchy. Okay. Okay, let's... You could say that, like, um... I feel like a lot of people would consider, like frontline workers not frontline workers yeah. like blue collar jobs i think like yeah. factory workers and like cashiers and shit they would be like oh they don't contribute that much but i feel like but i feel like they because do. they're um doing things that you need in in your daily life that they are so i don't think it's like a hierarchy i think it like social perception maybe yeah i think yeah okay. maybe Okay, so let's say two businessmen versus two homeless people. I think it would be the same then, honestly. Well, same. depends, like, what business. Like, if are they just investing and stuff like that? Like, Sure. <laughs> NFTs. I think the most jobs do contribute to society in, like, some way, or else they wouldn't be, like, jobs. You know what I mean? So would you, like, uh, let probability run, as in, like, let's say your trolley is going to go left or right. You don't know which way. You have the... Tr- you have the ability to flip it left or right, but it might go 50-50 if you just let it run. Yeah. I think I would let it run. Basically the same, yeah. Just let it run in this case. It goes either way, and it's inconsequential whether... So would you say that a businessman is, like, kind of equal to a homeless person in terms of contribution to society? I mean, also by flipping the switch, you're deciding, like, their literal worth in society. Like... I think I agree. If it's so close, like their worth to society or their contribution to society is a lot to condemn them to death for. That's yeah. (laughs) Right, like by flipping the switch, you're literally playing God. Not playing God, but like you're literally giving yourself the power in situations. Yeah, you are. And um, also, in a lot of these cases, I guess for like homeless person or business person, whatnot. It's also like probability, right? Like you don't know what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like when it gets this close, I think by taking the lever, like by moving the lever, it's like you're taking, you're doing the incorrect thing because you're yeah. like, like you're giving yourself power over the situation. That like I don't know. Okay, would your 
answer change if it was like hurtling towards one group and you could have the ability to switch it to another no i think i would still leave it then yeah okay i can get around that yeah they're so like equal okay let's think about i think gender gender or sex sex five men versus five women okay i don't think that would matter to me to be okay how about this five gays and five- <laughs> no 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 how about this five gays or five super straights okay which <laughs> category of gay <laughs> like theater gay. Scored, like theater gays like i'm a theater gay theater gays ah, fucking die god damn it get back on topic guys okay we digress five cats not yeah five cats versus five humans what the f man i think one human the exchange rate okay yeah is- this is what i'm wondering is there an exchange rate of like cat to human if it's like 50 cats 3.14159 honestly i feel like five cats for one human five cats for yeah that's i'd say like maybe okay. four cats four cats one human four cats for one human I might even say three. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, these are just mm. random cats. Okay. Five, are they, five, like, domesticated cats, or are they, like, fucking strays, like, random stray cats on the street? Doesn't matter. Same thing. Yeah? If it's someone's pet, you can tell it's, like, like it has, like, okay. a collar or whatever. Okay. I but- think that's more, more value than just some random cat on, like, a street cat. Okay, okay, no, let's just say they're all, like, unadopted cats. Like, they're foster- they're sheltered right now. So they have less value if they're unadopted and like strays. Yeah. Cause literally because they like, don't so because if cat. you kill someone's like cat over killing a stray cat, obviously it would be more consequential to kill someone else's cat. Yeah. Okay. Um for me, I think I don't care if the cat is me is stray or not. Three cats to a human. <laughs> guys okay i think okay here's my my thought five okay five strays for one human three domesticated cats for one okay. human or four 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 i'd give four four, four. four. how about <laughs> one stray four domesticated? <laughs> how about four humans for one cat <laughs> yes <laughs> yes okay okay so we're adding like measurement to life now what if it's like dogs? I love dogs. I'm a dog person. Would it be one dog to one human? Does this change? No, I think it would be three or two. Three. So, we'll, so we'll the dog is working. Actually, it depends how big the dog is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Actually, it depends if it's a freaking chihuahua. Or so a dog. I'm wondering how are we ranking this, like how many dogs to human? Is it just like or like how many cats to human? Is it just preference for like animals? It's just personal. It like, I I don't think that like the more conscious they are. Like what if it's like dogs versus snails, right? Like is it how conscious they are? Or like how arguably conscious they are, or how much we just prefer them? I think it's a little bit of both. Because I say if like if they have like more ability to like if they have more sense perceptions, maybe I'm more willing to like save them. You know? Yeah, I, I think it also. I'm not depends. saving. I'm not saving a hundred snails. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I would light them on fire. 
oh my no. god i want to do that i want to light <laughs> snap fire no the, they're like too wet to be lit you know what i mean i feel like the <laughs> Oh yeah, no, but I feel like their slime is like flammable. No, you, <laughs> have, to, oh, you, have, to, okay. you have to dump salt on them because it's like osmosis. It draws out the liquid and then they shrivel up and die. Oh my god. Okay. Uh we can plan, guys. <laughs> you guys can come to mine and we can find a bunch of snails. <laughs> Honestly, it just rained. Like it won't be too hard. Like it'll be fine. Yeah, um, sorry, we're getting off track again. I was gonna say something. Um please. Okay, so I I think, yeah, the more, okay, but, like, how many snails? Because what if it's, like, 3,000 snails? I don't That's... fucking care no, about snails. but what if it, like, affects the ecosystem? <laughs> oh, shit. Right? That has, like, environmental <laughs> consequences. Oh, how yeah. Many snails... What is the snail threshold? Like, the, <laughs> is it the amount that's, like, that would be inconsequential to the ecosystem? Yeah, I, yeah. The most it's not possible... If yeah okay if if i knew what the number was then that would be the threshold if it started becoming consequential to like a an ecosystem then i would not kill the snails but other than that because then it feels like it has more like it has wider effects right like larger ones yeah okay yeah i yeah okay so what i'm interested here is let's say now there are people in the trolley, okay? And the trolley has the choice. We are programming the trolley. We are programming the railroads. There is one person in the trolley. Five people on the road. Do we save the passenger or do we crash the trolley? Save the passenger. Wait, save the passenger as in like you run over you run over five people the passenger stays alive or you run the trolley who has one person into a brick wall and the trolley explodes and the person inside dies (laughs) okay so there's one person in the trolley and there's five people on the tracks yeah um you're programming the trolley oh shit so i so i have to choose like uh either one yeah as a person who's you know deciding you're pre-programming this you're pre-programming this you know maybe like uh this is a question that people um are now having to decide when they're um programming automated cars because we have technology now we can make those things um and yeah this might happen you know do we protect the passenger is there no, is there more value in protecting a passenger or do we save more people i think as a programmer i would say protect the passengers uh i guess regardless of how many people are in it or not um just because but i don't know i feel like that seems do you think there's like a, from like a programming standpoint you think there's like, like a, a threshold though like what if there's like a one person in the trolley and 30 people on the tracks do you still but that's the thing like would the trolley be able to detect how many people are on the tracks and how many people are in the car let's, let's, let's say yes yeah let's say yes shit <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it can detect, then I'd program it to save the larger amount of people then. So, okay. it, doesn't so matter. it doesn't matter if it's passenger or not. You save yeah. whoever has more people. Yeah, if it can detect. If it can't, then it would be useless to... Okay. So, Joy, let me hear your input on this. So, we're talking about if we're programming the trolley, right? 
this trolley is it can um calculate these things really well by the way it's accurate okay we're programming it to see if it would protect passengers like every time or if there's like a number of people that it might save so let's say our trolley is we're programming this trolley and we're considering the condition that the trolley might start hurtling towards five people but there's a person in the trolley do we run over these five people and the person in the trolley is saved or should the trolley divert and crash into a wall and the person inside the passenger dies but five people live um i think it's the same thing as like i think it's almost the exact same as what it should do in like the one person versus five person thing you know what i mean like i think there's still a ratio of like where at what point would i stop like turning the lever you know what I mean, like, if it's, it's less than lever, five. Though. It's not a lever, though. It's you're programming this trolley. Do you think you have an obligation to protect the passenger? I think yeah, you you protect the passenger up until that threshold where it's like one versus five people. Like you would turn the trolley for five people. You know what I mean? Oh, you would turn the trolley for five people. Like um, like anything above five people, I would turn. So it's the same inaction versus inaction, like type of thing. You know what I mean? But this was different from your answer on the first one. You said for 10 people last time. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But honestly, I think for a car, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, different each time, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we can stray away from all these examples and we can, like, focus on a wider discussion. Um, and maybe we can try to, like, rank these things in importance. Like, age gender weight uh if it's like an animal or not should we be protecting passengers is there like an amount of people like inaction versus action like what takes priority in these situations for you guys um i feel like amount of mm, yeah i think amount of people maybe first i think amount of people first for me as well I can say for last, it would be weight or gender, because I don't think those two would matter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write this stuff down so we can, like, make, like, a proper list. So first comes amount of people. Last would come weight and gender. Yeah. Or, like, orientation or, like, stuff like that. Like, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Um um oh, age is pretty important for me i think like if it's... i want to say sorry i cut you off wait what no no, no it's fine it's fine I, that was all yeah <laughs> um i think first i would want to say i don't know if this is a category that you can even write down because yeah, it's sure. so vast but i would say like which action would have more impact or consequences and obviously you would go with the less consequential action but again like oh look like the um like how personal is the choice? Like pushing the man? Not, not, no. Like, like say you're just like choosing between two uh, decisions, whichever one has like less social, personal, psychological consequences. Obviously, you would choose the one that like has a less lesser impact. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But then also, like, that would depend on, like, I'm saying it's not a category because it's so, like, broad and you can, I feel like it has, like, subcategories based on that. Okay. Joel, you said age. So, what oh, yeah. amount of people and then age for you? 
Um, yeah, I think so. Cause like, cause age really affects like how much like they have left to live. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, like not age. Don't you say like how close they are to death? Proximity to death. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, proximity to death, not age. Two different things. Yeah, not age. Um, okay, what about action versus inaction? I say that's like pretty up there. Maybe in the middle. I feel like it's a little lower though too, because like usually like if there's a factor that's above it, then you'll choose a factor rather than like action versus inaction, you know? Okay. So I, yeah, okay. I would say action versus inaction is sort of like the defining factor here. As you said, like everything above it is when you would act. Everything below it in the list is when you would choose not to, you know? If it's like five, we, we have gender, weight, sexual orientation at the bottom of our list. And I would say those things, if it's like three gay people and three straight people, I'm not acting. Nature takes right. because I don't really give a shit. That's when <laughs> I would not act. So I would yeah. say action versus inaction would go above that. And that would, it would go above weight and it would go above gender. Okay. Yeah. I said like somewhere in the middle. Okay. But I would act if it was like proximity to death or amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, animals, I feel like, would be. Animals, I think it depends on I... amount as well. Amount again, right? So, yeah. So, no, amounts, like, like number one, I guess. Yeah. And the animals would be, like, probably below. Below it. Amount of people, then animals, and then proximity to death. Uh, well it's kind of hard to compare because proximity to death like you can't really compare that in animals you know yeah right. i mean i guess you could like if the if the dog was gonna die tomorrow like if all the te- like the 10 dogs were gonna die tomorrow like 30 dogs and like a cancer patient <laughs> yeah yeah like it's so hard to compare because like i don't know it's mm-hmm. i okay. would say animals third proximity to death uh second one second my dad's calling me. <laughs> and like a i feel like a sub part of like a subset of the animals is also like domesticated versus just stray random like species so like importance to like humans i guess you know okay so for each of these there's conditions that matter yeah okay I yeah. Can go on that. so we have our list selena are you good yeah yeah okay um we have our list and i think we should just we can just talk now like in general um stray away from all the thought experiment stuff um and if we're comfortable you can talk about like your personal morals i think for me i'm like a person who has a lot of trouble not acting (laughs) um you guys know this (laughs) i'm super over confrontational i take no shame in speaking up and it gets me into a lot of shit because I say, I speak my mind and it gets me in trouble. Because sometimes I think I should just be quiet. Um, <laughs> but um, sometimes I regard not speaking as like guilty or like, uh, yeah. you know, if I see my friends hanging out with someone and the, that person in question is being weird and they don't speak up about it, then I'm like, hey, I feel like you're condoning this. You know, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. silence. And silence and inaction 
is confirmation that you can continue what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I also think like this kind of idea how also like relates to like your culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I come up from a pretty like traditional Chinese family. And I think from what I've seen, most pretty traditional Chinese people don't really like care about what other people are doing, even if it's like not moral or if it's like going to end in, in like bad things, you know? Can you like expand? It's like the closeness, like openness. Ooh, can you expand? Society. I'm interested. I'm interested. Let the people know. Let the people hear. I feel like in really like close knit societies, like people really don't really care about people like strangers they don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's like close within their community. Yeah. Okay. Selena, any thoughts? Um. I agree with you. I think um, not acting on something, uh, usually I would consider it either like condoning something or like, I don't know, I would just feel guilty if I didn't act on something. But like in theory, in practice, I'm almost (laughs) always really nervous to do anything. (laughs) So I would say that I try to follow my moral code to the best that I can and I always feel guilty when I don't Mm -hmm. um but also it's like just like personally it's hard for me because I'm like I'm fucking scared of everything (laughs) yeah talking about that like um I completely agree like I am I have a pretty set in stone moral code, I think. Like, I know what I believe in. My values are pretty set in place. And I spent a lot of time working on them, which is why I don't feel bad about upholding them a lot. But um, oftentimes, I get so nervous speaking to people face to face. There's been times where I've, you know, pulled someone off to the side and be like, hey, can I talk to you? You you, you both know what I'm talking about multiple times since this happened. (laughs) Um, And almost in every situation, you know, I'm stuttering over my words. I'm word salading every second. Yeah. Um, I do not do well with public speaking. I enjoy writing a lot more than I enjoy speaking because I, I can articulate myself a lot better. Um, I sound stupid when I speak most of the time. <laughs> me too. No, me too. 90% I, of the time I say something, I look back and I regret it. So sometimes there's also like, if I like confront someone or if I talk to them, I worry that the beliefs that I'm representing are not being represented well by me because I'm yeah I think that's one of the reasons I also don't um confront as much as I would like to Mm -hmm. is because I'm scared that um I don't know I'll I'll fuck up something and then like they'll take it the wrong way and I obviously need to think out what I say before I say it yeah and I think like my moral code I mean, I've got a pretty good, like, grasp on it, but obviously, like, I'm still, like, fucking learning shit and, like... Yeah, we're, like... (laughs) And I think one of the reasons that I don't confront also is just because I'm not sure of myself. Like, I'm not confident in my morals and if they're correct, so I don't want to, like, make a statement and (laughs) have nothing to back it up by. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, like, if I have an argument, let's say with someone homophobic, and I try to, you know, defend myself in the gay community, and I worry that I'm not, like, what if I'm, like, stuttering, making a fool of myself? Then I feel like my actions might be more damaging than anything, because they look at me, and they're like, who is this fool? (laughs) Honestly, same, like, I always have, like, not dreams, but, like, I always think a lot about defending 
myself or like defending like defending what's right but then when I actually get in those situations like all that like pre-thinking is gone like literally I just go along with it for like mine goes blank every time (laughs) like with okay bleep this name out with like I've always thought about like confronting him and being like that's not fucking okay whatever right and literally a week ago I can't believe I was literally just sitting there like he's saying like this like racist shit right I'm like I'm just sitting there like just taking it I'm not like saying what I thought I was gonna say you know what I mean yeah no me too because I feel like like I like I like rehearse things in my brain and I'm like I'm always like this is what I'm gonna say when someone says this but I never end up doing it because hashtag scared yeah taking action like like, it sucks because oftentimes there's there's like huge consequences right when you take action against someone people's when you call someone out on their bullshit obviously like the first reaction is to defend themselves I would yeah right nobody wants to believe they're they're in the wrong nobody wants to take accountability if they don't have to right that takes a lot of shutting up and listening and I think it's understandable that a lot of people don't have that capacity so (laughs) confronting someone is always like you always have to sort of agree to a potential trade-off of straining a relationship with that person in the future which sucks a lot like yeah yesterday was like I think the first time in a while I've confronted someone for like there being an Andrew Tate fan I told Allison all about it while it was happening at like 4 a.m but like the thing is like after that I realized he still thinks he won the argument you know what I mean like there's literally nothing I can do which further like dampens my relationship with confronting people because I realized like yeah. I just sound stupid like, yeah, and a lot of the times, like you confront people, as you said, nothing, nothing happens. They don't listen, um, or it doesn't feel constructive in any way, and it just, like, if anything, it can feel more damaging, right? Like you've stood up for yeah. yourself, but it, like, at what cost? Maybe, yeah, maybe at it just hurt more than anything, even though you said something. Um, but yeah, like then, do you guys think it's ethical to be? friends with people who are like racist or like homophobic and stuff like that definitely Uh, not but I can get behind the fact or like the reasoning that it's difficult to confront someone especially if you've been friends with them for a long time yeah and I won't say that sorry sorry yeah no no no, I don't want to interrupt my bad you want to keep going um I wouldn't say that it's fuck what was I gonna say I obviously like if you're enabling that sort of behavior then that's obviously like you know like Mm -hmm. WTF but I understand when people are like um it's hard to confront someone and call them out just because like you don't want to cut them off and you don't want friendships to end, obviously. I feel like that's a natural feeling. You don't want to, like, start anything. Um, but obviously, like, there's, like, points where it would be the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of friends in the past that were, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic. Every is there is, right? Um, yeah, yeah. All the things that kind of go against what I believe in. And I know that in all of the cases, these people really believed that what they were doing is right you know nobody does nobody believes in these things because they think they're being an asshole 
Mm-hmm. People believe in these things because they believe it's truly like the most morally just thing there is. And they're trying to advocate for themselves. And I can sympathize with it, but I think when it starts to become damaging to me and my communities, it's really hard to like associate myself with that. And then, um, oh shoot, I was going to say something. <laughs> my mind is blanking. Um, oh yeah, but going well. Oh talking. yeah, <laughs> um, we were talking about like secondhand. Like remember, we were talking about so and so friends with like someone who's known for being homophobic racist whatever right and and they're enabling that behavior in their friend yeah is it that ethical to or like the right thing to do to still be friends with that friend like friend of a friend basically you know what I mean like kind of like secondhand I think all of this you would take it like case by case situation yeah I agree hard for me to like make a statement about that and be like yes or no because I think it it depends on the conditions and the context for each situation. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you meet one person, right, and you know all their friends, like, are terrible people, do you, like, associate that they're, they're friends with all these terrible people? Like, is that, do you consider that then when you're first time meeting someone? Yeah, oh, for I mean, sure. obviously you consider sure. it. Keep it in mind, because... I think, you know, it makes sense. You know, who you hang out with is going to rub off on you. And it most of the time is people that you agree with, right? It's also, as a person who really, like, wants to be a teacher when I'm older or is into the idea of teaching, it's, I think it's necessary for me to believe that people can change and people can learn, right? Because if I can't uphold that, then what am I doing, right? Like, um, and it, it's really hard sometimes because sometimes I'm talking to people and they invalidate every single aspect of my identity. They believe everything about me is immoral and it sucks. Like, obviously it sucks. It's super dehumanizing in a lot of situations and it strips away at your personality. But I think if I can't associate like at ground level, if I strictly am like, I can't associate with these people or like, I'm strictly like, I can't converse with these people, then I I don't think I can do that because I think at some level I have to be able to believe that people can change you know yeah yeah no I agree um I like to give people second chances I feel like I do it more than I should um but I do it often because I have hope and I'm a fairly optimistic person um that they'll change after I call them out but if not I usually just try to distance myself I don't like hard cut people off ever unless it's like really 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 bad yeah yeah I mean it's also like yeah I'm saying like I know I'm speaking about like oh let's give people second chances but multiple times I have cut people off (laughs) I don't know that's backwards of me (laughs) um joy do you have anything no (laughs) okay well I think this was constructive I think this was good um I'm happy that we were able to like expand the discussion into different arenas um this is gonna be a lot to think about maybe I will do a part two um yeah but thank you all for tuning in
Joy is eating popcorn. Are you enjoying that, Joy? Oh, wait, is it? Can you hear it? Pardon? Oh, no, I'm just watching you eat it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> We're all good. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of I Hate Charlie's. Next episode, um, I am actually not sure what it is, but whatever it is, I am sure it will be very fruitful, wonderful discussion. So you guys should check out next Yay. But thank Woo. you for joining us for I Hate Charlie's episode one. This was fun. Woo! All right. Oh, outro. Oh, do we want an outro? Five, six, seven, eight.